coming up. How does someone do something like that and then just live with it for all of these years and act like they didn't? I can't. It's just insane. And to know that it happened in a community like this, that's even crazier. They're so happy. Um, I mean, this was like a stain on them that, uh, you know, their their loved one, their sister, their daughter, their mother had killed herself and, and it never happened. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. crazy but thankfully for the family you know she can finally rest in peace and what a great feeling to know that she didn't commit suicide um justice prevails last year a pennsylvania man was convicted for killing a 27 year old woman almost a decade earlier it was a case that all came to light because the suspect confessed to another man during a night out drinking sarah binovsky at newswatch 16 in northeastern pennsylvania has been following this case for years Sarah, let's go back to 2011. Tell us what we learned about Kristen Wagner's death at that time. In 2011, um, there was a woman discovered hanging um, in an area of a scrapyard outside of Stroudsburg, which is in Monroe County in Pennsylvania. And at that point, it was ruled a suicide Uh, suicide by hanging. And the case was sort of closed and no one really talked much about it at that point. So it really wasn't something people talked about until years later when more happened with this case, when more developed. So Sarah, did Kristen live in the area or close to where she was found? She was found in a trailer in the area of the scrapyard and she had been dropped off there, according to witnesses, um, the night that she died by... um, a man that she worked with who owned the scrapyard, James Bidwell, who was also somebody she was in a romantic relationship with. So, yeah, she was staying there, um, and and that's where she was found. What about family in the area? What do we know about Kristen's life prior to her death? We don't know much more about her life except what came out at the trial. At the trial, a lot of things came out about her life prior to that, about her family relationships, about the fact that she was in this relationship with James Bidwell. And at the trial, what we learned from defense and prosecution was essentially that she had a past where there were some issues with drug addiction, um, some issues with some struggles with suicidal thoughts. Um, She had a very um, difficult relationship with her father. There were allegations of abuse there. So, um, and and some also some issues tied in with possible um, criminal charges and things like that. So she had a difficult life, according to what her family and friends and the other witnesses said at trial. So Sarah, we'll get into how all this ended up with the trial, but tell us how that developed. It was ruled a suicide in 2011, but then a few years later, there's a major development. Right. So in 2011, ruled a suicide, very quiet case, um, not something a whole lot of people paid a lot of attention to. In 2014, a witness came forward and essentially said that they had been with James Bidwell. There had been They had been drinking. They'd been possibly using some um, substances as well. And during that period of time that they were together, Bidwell told this person that he had killed Kristen Wagner. All right. So this guy's out socializing and basically spills the beans, so to speak. Yes. So that happened in 2014. And Bidwell allegedly telling this witness, look, I killed her and I staged it to look like a suicide. And everyone thinks that's what it was, that she hanged herself and sort of, you know, I got away with it. So what happens next? The witness goes to authorities, right? Yes, this witness comes forward and and tells authorities what he's been told by Bidwell. An investigation reopens, and then two years later, in 2016, James Bidwell is arrested and charged with homicide for this case. 
So almost five years later, the suspect is arrested for a murder that he staged, allegedly, to look like a suicide. And then years later, this finally goes to trial. It does. So it's it's almost like a made-for-TV movie in the sense that, you know, 2011, Kristen Wagner dies. James Bidwell thinks that he has gotten away with this, spills the beans a couple years later. He's arrested five years after the killing. And then the verdict in this trial comes, you know, in 2020, almost a full decade after this death. So what comes out at the trial is essentially the prosecution says that James Bidwell um, was angry with Kristen Wagner, that he he wanted her dead, and he essentially strangled her and then made it look as if she had hanged herself but the prosecution says there's no way she could have done that physically. There's no way she could have killed herself in that manner in the way that she was found. Um, he staged it, according to them, because he had a romantic relationship with her, didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. And then it had come out at trial, essentially, that Kristen had gone to authorities. She was an informant and told police that Bidwell was selling meth, essentially, and that this was sort of... Um, payback for squealing on him, so to speak, to the authorities. If there's a motive, maybe it's two-pronged, a relationship thing, and then also this angle of her being an informant. Absolutely. It was a very, it's a very complicated case, and it kind of unraveled at trial, and there's so many different facets to it. The fact that they had a romantic relationship, there, were, uh, there was talk that Bidwell wanted to go back to his former partner. Um, that that was part of the motive. In addition to that, you know, he learned that she was potentially a, an informant to police and was telling them that Bidwell was involved in this illegal drug activity, um, and that you know this is something that that he he planned out and then took his time to stage to look like a suicide, and was careful about it in terms of talking about it until that day in 2014 when he admits to somebody. I did this. I killed her, and I got away with it. And the trial was just last year, right? It was 2020 when the verdict um, was reached. It was February of 2020, and then he was sentenced in July. Because of COVID, he was sentenced by video, so it didn't play out the way you know it normally would. So we we get the verdict in 2020 in February, and then we get his sentencing, which is life in prison, in July of 2020. This man will spend the rest of his life in prison. James Bidwell was sentenced today by video conference in Monroe County Court. He was found guilty back in February for the 2011 death of Kristen Wagner. Bidwell strangled Wagner and then hung her body in a trailer at a scrapyard he owned near Stroudsburg. Originally. Wagner's death was ruled a suicide, but in 2014, someone came forward and told investigators Bidwell admitted to killing her. This was a, a highly circumstantial evidence case, and I think all those pieces had to paint a picture, and the picture was what happened, that uh, it wasn't a suicide, it was staged as a suicide. The defendant was the only one there. He had the opportunity to do it and the motive. Sarah, tell us about who testified at the trial. I mean, there wasn't a lot of physical evidence of any kind. Did he take the stand? I don't believe he took the stand. Um, I think he was quiet. He basically let the defense bring a bunch of witnesses up at, to to talk about him and, and the person that he was. But for the most part, it was a lot of prosecution witnesses. Um, and the defense tried to attack a lot of those witnesses and say, you know, look at look at their character. These are criminals. These are people who have uh, drug addiction and um, a bone to pick. And um, there was a lot of sort of attacking character 
And really, the the person I think attacked the most at the trial was Kristen Wagner. Um, it's almost as if she was on trial for things that she had done in her life and um, that sort of thing. So it was it was really a lot about attacking her and putting her on trial for the decisions she made and and trying to prove that she was a drug addict and suicidal and had a just a horrible childhood and you know was wanting to kill herself. So it came out that he was allegedly selling meth. Did he have a prior record? There were criminal charges there and um, there were drug related charges as well. So, and, and that went, that went kind of, that was a theme throughout the trial as well is, is his, his drug use, his illegal activities, her drug use, the people around them, the witnesses who were testifying, you know, were they, were they also involved in this drug business or drug use? So that was a big part of this case. All right. Well, in the end, uh, as we've said, justice for Kristen Wagner. This was something that somebody thought they got away with, and it took 10 years, the better part of a decade, of her family going through this and sitting in this courtroom and wondering what happened and insisting she didn't kill herself to come to this conclusion. And it was just sort of a, the way the prosecution described it, a drunken night when Bidwell sort of spilled the beans, and that's what sort of unraveled all of this. And and for that, he's he's spending the rest of his life behind bars. Sarah Binovsky, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday, with new episodes. Be sure to let your friends and family know about The Daily Crime. We'll see you next time for Vault Studios. I'm Will Johnson.